0: Hello, and thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you will hear practical and engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. Naaman's story in 2 Kings chapter 5 is so intriguing to me. We can learn many things from it, but I want us to focus on what we can learn about obedience in particular. Sometimes what God requires of us seems irrelevant to what we desire to accomplish, and when we think so, it's easy for us to choose not to obey Him. A principle, however, that we need to realize is that God requires us to stay obedient to Him, trusting God, and that He accomplishes His plans through our obedience. In other words, it is God who accomplishes a work, and that is, it is through our obedience. Therefore, even when what God wants us to obey seems so irrelevant to what we desire to accomplish, we still have to obey. Without a proper understanding of this principle, one may just disobey God. Naaman's story illustrates this very thing. You see, Naaman was a leper and went to the prophet Elisha for healing. Elisha instructed Naaman to go and wash seven times in the Jordan River. It was totally different from what Naaman was expecting. Elisha's remedies seemed to him insignificant and irrelevant to the healing of his serious disease. He was offended and was about to ignore the word of the man of God. Fortunately, however, he had good servants who loved him and told him the truth consistently. He changed his mind and obeyed the word, and no doubt leprosy left him immediately, his skin becoming as clean as a baby's. Leprosy was an incurable disease in those days, and now, being one of the most powerful men in the world, could not even help Naaman with this dilemma. That was why he ended up coming to the aid of God. However, extraordinary the problem was, what God required Naaman to obey was so ordinary a thing that it never looked relevant to solving the problem. This is the pitfall which many fall into and fail to obey God. They think it has to be a mighty thing that they have to do, but God requires of us small obedience. It is because it is not what we do, but what he does that accomplishes the work. Generally speaking, what we have to do is walking in the light, bearing the fruit of the Holy Spirit, and God accomplishes great mighty works then through us and the church. The principle we affirm by name and story is that God accomplishes His will through our obedience, and we have to obey Him even when what God commands us to do may look, in our eyes, irrelevant to what we endeavor to accomplish. We can find the scriptures throughout the entirety of the Bible which teach this very principle. Washing in a river to cure leprosy may seem rather relevant than some other biblical cases. For example, What about the commandment to walk around a fort seven days and shout against it on the last day? Does it seem reasonable to follow these instructions in order to destroy a heavily armed fortress? Yet, it worked. It worked as evidence by the Israelites' conquest of Jericho, as we find in Joshua 6. What about God's command for His people to stay calm while their enemy and His soldiers marching close to them? Staying calm does not sound like an effective strategy in such a threatening situation, yet it worked for the Israelites when they found themselves on the shores of the Red Sea in Exodus 14. You see, the knowledge of this principle gives us, as workers in his kingdom, relief from anxiety to accomplish his will assigned to us. For example, even when we help our unbelieving friends to be saved, we don't have to worry to devise mighty things that seem relevant to work, as if it is us who accomplishes the work. Besides us doing things that we have to do and the strength that God supplies, the most important thing that God requires us to do is to stay obedient to His words and trust that He will accomplish His will. It's the same idea that Paul associated with evangelism when he said, We plant and water, but God gives the growth or the increase in 1 Corinthians 3 and verse 8. And Now, I'm not saying that staying obedient to God is easy, but it must be easier than accomplishing the works. Now, consider how the principle relates to salvation. God instructs us to be baptized into water in order to have our sins forgiven, Acts 2:38. Some people fail to obey the gospel, thinking water baptism is not relevant to salvation. Their thought is just like Naaman's initial thought about washing in the river. They don't have a proper understanding of the principle. Even for salvation, what he requires us to do is small obedience. That is to be baptized in the name of his son, Jesus Christ. In reality, there are many people who don't understand this very simple but truthful principle. So, we should not grow tired of telling people the truth, just as Naaman's servants did for him. Who knows if the next person with whom you will talk is a Naaman who will change his or her mind and obey the gospel. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle, subscribing to it, and sharing it with those that you love. As always, it's my prayer that God be with you and that you seek him in all things. Until next time, God bless.